Hi, I'm Black here on day two, Saturday of Lake Effect Summit and Expo here for Dynasty Podcast and Chicago Made. I'm here with Alex Stern from Leo Burnett. How are you doing, man? Doing great. It's a beautiful day outside. Uh, this, this event has been terrific, so it's been great all around. Uh, so I know you were a panelist. We're going to talk about that in a second. Have you caught a lot of other panels? Were you able to like attend any programming yesterday? Kind of bring us into your Lake Effect experience. Um, I've been walking around pretty much all day today. Uh, wasn't able to make it yesterday, and I'm going to try to probably stop by a little bit tomorrow. But it's just it's just been excellent. I was at the Cultural Center yesterday, which is just booming with people. Uh, there's so much energy, energy and excitement there, so much to see, so much to do. Uh, it's my first Lake Effects, uh, and I'll definitely be back for more next year. It's been great. Yeah, absolutely, man. It, it, it's had a really great energy. Now, I know you were a panelist on a, uh, a revenue stream panel. I'll let you give us the actual title, but how was that experience? Kind of what was your dialogue there? Uh, what were you bringing to that panel? Yeah, so it was great. So it was called uh, Defining Real Revenue Streams. Uh, it was essentially me and a group of uh, other industry professionals trying to tell a, a room full of independent artists how they can make a living. You know, it was, it was myself, uh, Bruce Kipner, who owns Martyrs and runs SimFest, Jesse LaBelle, who's over at Music Dealers, uh, Carlos Villalobos, who is the wonderful composer on a little show called Empire. Um, Just a little, little tiny show, public access, no one's heard of it. Unbelievable. The stories, we, we, all, we, wanted to, we all went out for breakfast uh, this morning and the stories he was telling us about uh, being in the studio with the cast and just the insane uh, what, the, what they're asking for, especially for season two, just for how successful the first season was. Um, makes me very, very happy for my job uh, where I get to see the light of day every so often. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but the panel was terrific. It was, um, I, I hope that the audience found it really informative. It was, it was great. It was like from my perspective, you know, I, I helped the artist kind of get a gauge on what goes into a music license and how much money may be involved in music licenses, especially for advertising. You know, why a client or a brand may want to link up with an indie artist as opposed to a legacy or more mainstream artist. Um, there's a lot of really, really wonderful reasons and, and stories and collaborative uh, processes that can be done with an independent artist um, from our perspective. Yeah. Now, I mean, I've been doing panels in the city for a while, and I, I'm sure this isn't your first rodeo. To me, monetization is a topic that people never get tired of. You know, people never get tired of attending that discussion because I feel like that's the number one question artists have now is, how do I get paid, right? Yeah, and, you know, we'll probably be doing these panels, you know, for another 10, 15, 20 years because... No one knows. You know, people have experience, personal experience. Um, you know, people like myself and other people who have, are in the industry in various forms may have some advice, but everything is so in flux. Um, every situation is different. You know, some people get really, really lucky. Some people get not so lucky. And um, it's a really, really fascinating time to be a musician, to be anywhere remotely within the music industry. For a lot of people, it's the scariest it's ever been. For a lot of people, it's the most exciting it's ever been. Uh, there's more. It really, it's kind of a like best of times, worst of times right. kind of scenario, though. Right. I mean, artists, artists, for example, have more freedom, undoubtedly, than ever before. At the same time, that gives that puts more responsibility um, on them, and you know, 
the playing field is so large at this point um, that a lot of people find it the most challenging it's ever been. So it's really up to it's really up to the individual how they how they view it. Uh, everybody has a different opinion. Uh, no one has the crystal ball knowing what's coming next, how people are going to be making money. Um, and the current landscape, no one could have predicted it probably even three years ago. Right. So it's it's a really interesting ride, and I I think it's a fun ride, but. You know, for a lot of independent artists, uh, they're they're looking for answers and they they want some guidance and a little bit of advice, um, and we love to provide that. So you know, I don't know if you have any success stories you want to name by name, but it's like when you see some of the artists that are that are traversing kind of a lot of these new methods successfully. What are they doing? You know, the artists who are maybe landing in a TV show, landing in a commercial, getting sync offers, like. What strategies are working for artists that are actually able to do this successfully? Well, one of the things I told the panel uh, or the group at the panel today was, you know, relationships are a huge thing. Getting your name out there, meeting people within the industry is so huge. So just by being at this, at Lake Effects and being, you know, at the panel that uh, we were on, I considered everyone in that room 10 steps ahead of the game from anybody else. So kudos to anyone who listens to this podcast, who goes to Lake FX, because uh, you're, you're taking your own future into your hands. Uh, you're being more productive about it. You're being more proactive about it. You know, in terms of success stories with independent artists, um, again, every, every case is kind of different, but I know that personally a lot of the success that we've had in the music department at Leo Burnett with independent artists has really stemmed from situations like these. We meet an artist um, at an event or after a panel or, you know, we meet them face to face. We get we get a good vibe. We get a good relationship with them going. And then there's a situation that comes into play where, you know, a client is maybe looking for an authentic, independent voice as opposed to, you know, something maybe more manufactured. Uh, you know, they, they, they want the, you know, whether it's a gritty, real feel or... They just want to. They want somebody to write something that would make sense to their consumer base, which is probably more of an independent mentality. It's in those circumstances that my team and I kind of go through our minds of who have we met, you know, recently? What independent artists really kind of spoke to us that we've met or that we've heard through the grapevine? And we reach out and see if, if they're interested in working. And to continue that, you know, one of the things that we talked a lot about on the panel was making. Your, your music and your brand, you as an artist, accessible. You know, I want to, after, after getting a business card from somebody at this panel, uh, my hope is that I can go on Google and find something there, or go on Spotify and find something, or YouTube and find something. You know, you, you, want, you want your music to be in as many different avenues for discovery as possible. That gives me and my team ammo to when we're pitching you uh, to a client, you know, to say this isn't, you know, somebody that we just found on a street corner. This is somebody who has numbers. Uh, here are their, here are how many, you know, s streams that they've gotten in the last month. Here's their momentum, you know, here are some photos, here are all these things. Um, that just provides us more material to work with to get an independent artist in the mix. So it, it w really works for you to make yourself and your music as accessible as possible. Now talk about your role with Leo Burnett and talk about the role of music at Leo Burnett because I know that music has played a big part in that company for a long 
time, it's been a crucial part of, of a lot of the strategies with Leo Burnett, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a huge, huge company. And Chicago is our headquarters. And uh, we're the office with the music department. So we are really, we're able to be called from any Leo Burnett office in the world at any time um, to help out with the project. You know, we have... 42, I believe, clients, which range from Allstate, eSurance, Nintendo, Kellogg's, McDonald's, so on and so forth. Um, and really any one of those clients who have a commercial or any sort of, you know, advertisement product, you know, project that they're coming out with, but has music involved, it can very likely go through us. Um, most do. So we are kind of the gatekeepers uh, for the music that's placed in our ads. And, you know, a lot of times we'll be brought in, you know, for nothing more necessarily than to find a piece of music that helps tell the story of whatever they're trying to do. But kind of more of the behind the scenes thing that we're trying to bring to the table is how do we bring this brand into the cultural space, into the relevant, unique, um, positive cultural sphere? And I can't personally think of a better way to do that than music. And brands understand that. Brands, brands seem to have the idea down packed that the right music choice can be unbelievably positive for their image. So they, re they rely on us and they trust us to, to get them something that will put them in a positive light. You know, whether it's just a simple music sync with the right song, you know, a lot of brands are moving toward higher level, you know, higher conceptual artist brand partnerships, tour sponsorships, things along that line. Uh, we handle all of that in our department, you know, whether it is just the sync or the larger picture. In addition, we, you know, run an artist in residence series at the building, which is an artist showcase series, which is actually in its 10th year this year. And we have some amazing events that we've already done and still have planned for this year that are much bigger conceptual than what we've ever done before. So, you know, I know you got a there's a lot going on, so I don't want to take up all of your time, but kind of closing out, for artists who want to get involved with everything you're talking about, they hear this or they saw your panel, they, they see what Leo Burnett's doing, they're like, I want to be in a TV show, I want to be in a commercial, I want to like, I want to take this to the next level and have these opportunities. How do they get on your radar? How do they get on, on Leo Burnett's kind of notice list? Right. You know, we, we're, we're all very accessible. Me and my team, you know, we, we're artists in addition to being you know, music producers at an advertising agency. Uh, we believe in the arts. We believe in independent musicians in the mu independent community. Um, you know, my email is alec.stern at leoburnett.com. Send me, send me your music. I would love to hear it. We would love nothing more in everything that we do to find a way to promote independent artists. It's, it's the thing that gets our excitement and gets our attention. Um, so... So we, we, would, we would absolutely love to help anyone that's listening. And more than that, you know, there's, I, I would say one of the biggest things that independent artists can do to help get themselves in a higher plane, to get themselves on people like myself's radar, um, a huge part of that is get yourself a really, really solid team. You know, find a group of people who believe in you, believe in what you do, share the same goals, and are going to work, you know, their asses off to get you to the place where you want to be. You know, one of the one of the things that we talked about on the panel, and I think is pretty wildly understood, is again with the, with the music industry, with 
everybody being able to make music at this point, the playing field is so large, the status of labels and distribution and everything in, in such a flux, so many things that previously were placed on other people and the artist was really only responsibility was being the artist. So much of that now, you know, the di you know, distribution, social num numbers, tour management, all of this stuff on top of making music is put on the artist. So my recommendation is, you know, if, you're, if your goal is to find a group of people who believe in your music, which is what quote unquote making it is, uh, I would find those people early, you know, find those people who believe in you early and put them to work and, you know, have somebody run your tour, have somebody, you know, find an, find an attorney for the love of God. Um, you know, uh, have somebody who knows what a music license looks like. You know, put all of these people in place. They can be your friends. They can be professionals. And hopefully they know a couple people and you can do the music thing. And together, you know, this that sort of strength in numbers sort of mentality, you're all going to be able to, you know, bring out the best in each other and bring out the best in your music and yourself as a brand. And that sort of thing, you know, gets you higher social numbers. That sort of thing gets you played in larger rooms and larger venues and helps you get across the country. And when those sort of things start popping up, uh, that's when people start knocking on your door. And that's when the attention to places like Leo Burnett is much, much easier. It's much more of a straight line. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, this is fantastic. I feel like we could talk much longer about this. What I'd love to do, if you were down, is have you come on to a panel that we produce for Dynasty Podcast sometime this year, next year, um, and really talk more about this, man, because this is great stuff. Uh, Alex Stern from Leo Burnett, man, thank you so much for taking some time. Such a pleasure. Thank you so much. And best of luck to everybody listening. And uh, this is a wonderful event, wonderful independent arts community. So bravo to you guys. I would love to hear, to kind of close this out, I'd love to hear if, like, you know, when you gave your email address, if an artist, like, sends you their stuff and it lands in, like, a McDonald's commercial or it something, I would totally here. love to find out that it started with Dynasty Podcast. It all started here. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, seriously. That's amazing. That's, that's, you know, selfishly, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. I'm here hoping that somebody will send me something that's perfect for something that I produce. I mean... That would, that would make more than just your career. That would be an amazing story all around. So let's make it happen, listeners. Let's, let's make it, it happen. If you're a Chicago band listening to this, <laughs> Chicago artist, uh, what's the email address again? Alec, A-L-E-C, period, Stern, S-T-E-R-N, at leoburnett.com. All right. Put Dynasty Podcasts in there somewhere. Tell them we sent you. <laughs> awesome, man. Thank you. Such a pleasure. Take care.